Yeah. This the Prince of the Nightlife, DJ Melly Mel. Now tuned into the biggest Chanel, Simone, April B, Fluhead, Gruhead podcast. Are you dumb? NYC the ATL. Yeah, Brooklyn. What? What's good, everyone? You already know the vibes. It is your two favorite Brooklyn baddies, Chanel Simone. And your girl, April B. And welcome to the Flu Here, Groo Here podcast where worlds, worlds collide no matter where you reside. Period. Period. We got a <laughs> special guest in the building. We should say the definition of Flu Here, Groo Here. Absolutely. You already know he's from the city. Okay, period. From where we from. Okay. You know, we got CEO, serial entrepreneur, DJ. DJ. <laughs> Who we got? Badman. Badman. <laughs> <laughs> the original Dada. <laughs> With no introduction, we got Robbie in the building. Woo! There we go. Yeah. Good, Robbie. Chilling, chilling. Yo, I, I like I like how y'all did the intro. How, many, how, how long you took for y'all to like get that down back? Well, it took two takes. Cause, two, oh cause no, that, he mean period. Oh, oh nah, nah. It, it just flows with us. Like it it's, it's not something like a one, a two. You know, it's just natural, you know, to us New York girls. But we're definitely excited. Robbie's from Brooklyn. He's from where I'm from, East New York. When he when he started dropping names, he talking about yeah, I went to girls. That's it. <gasps> it's like she found her long lost brother Like Gersh. I guess 166 You know my mom I didn't go to 6th grade Cause yo Everybody know Gersh Yeah Is one of them schools Who just like <laughs> no, nah, my mom, I, said, I went in 6th grade It was it was a good school no, back then I, No when I went I went to another school For 6th grade But all my friends Went to Gersh So 7th 8th grade Shout out to mama for switching me back Cause she was like No you would not Go to that school And then my auntie A long time ago Got into some problems, so Gersh just wasn't. It's, on the oh, she got a story with her. That's why I, mean, I was a good boy at first. Uh, I mean, so, at so, first, yeah, because sixth grade and Gersh, you had to yeah, your grades had to be good to get in there. They had like a gifted program. Oh, look, look well, well, it flipped when I went. <laughs> I mean, okay. I All you had to do was be flipped. black. All you, you had know? to do was be black, child, and, and be in the sixth grade. Yes, and my Caribbean parents. Shout out, shout out to Trinidad in the building. You already know. Shout out to my Trini. You Trini too, right? Half Trini. Half Trini. What's the other half? Jamaican. I, then I she said, was like he Jamaican. I was like, no, I could have sworn he told me he was Trini because I got extra hype. Yeah, she did. Brooklyn, East New, New York, York and Trini. Trini. She was it. She was like, no. I'm like, <laughs> I could have sworn he said Jamaican too, but okay. I didn't hear that part. All I heard was Trini. She, oh, that's it. But yes, like we said, Robbie's in the building. We're gonna get into all his business and what he do and all his titles. But in the meantime, you already know it is your favorite game we like to play. Yes. Called First class versus coach. So April, give him the rundown. All right, so y'all know how we do. We got our infamous bowl with nothing in it. Uh, this is the big bowl that we put absolutely nothing in, and the fans love it. So we're going to have a couple of options in here. So how it works is you're going to read one of these papers. It's going to give you two options. Right. You're going to tell us which one is first class if you're fucking with it and which one is coach if you're like, absolutely not. Okay. If you cannot pick, uh-huh. you must take a shot. <laughs> Yes, shout out to Bombay Vodka. Shout out to Bombay Vodka. So, sponsor. Yes. So, um, without further ado, let me mix it all up. (laughs) This looks like it's going to be trouble. (laughs) Well, that's what they call us. That's what they call us. Shout out to (laughs) DJA. I got to read it. Mm -hmm. Franchise restaurants versus mom and pop restaurants. So, which one is first class and which one is coach? Honestly, um, you know, mom and pops is it ain't, it's not a chain, it's, it's just it's mama in the kitchen the cooking, right? No, no single ownership. That's hard. Oh, no, we do we got our first first shot because for Robbie? I, you know what? The, the, the crazy thing is, I, I own a franchise, right? Mm-hmm. Good. We know we did our research, <laughs> that's why that's yeah. up there. And I, but I like my I like some spots as mom and pop too. I guess I gotta take a shot, right? Oh, Ooh. here we go, y'all. So you oh let's let's do the first. Wait, oh, the shot is already yes. in here. That's not your shot though. This your shot. Oh, that is your shot. Yeah, that is. Your oh shot. yeah, we we got you. Yeah, y'all slick pouring. <laughs> yeah, yes. the, whole, the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Well, you wanna? Over. I know you said you own a franchise. Be ready for Did money. you wanna um <laughs> break it down a little bit in a sense of like how you feel about both? Um. So, some franchises have a. Um, they, they have it down packed. So, for, for example, uh, I own Crew Lounge in Alpharetta. Shout out to Crew. All right. In Alpharetta. Um, <laughs> and, you know, when me and my partners came together, um, 
they should have asked me like they was like you know why crew and not nothing from scratch or nothing else mm-hmm. uh, i mean we they knew why but they just want you know that, yeah that was a question amongst just the three of us i mean i mean the four of us right so um the um question was um my answer was i've been to crew i've been to other crew locations and every time i had the hookah it hit mm-hmm. every time i had food it slapped you know it's just it mm-hmm. was good like i just never had a bad experience when it came to food hookah or drinks those are three things to me that a spot need to have that's gonna you know it's, always, it's gonna pop it's gonna pop you got those three things and you can't mm-hmm. you can't fail so mm-hmm. so that's why i chose that i mean going from scratch you know like you got to be real creative. It takes longer. People got to believe in you. You got to convince right. mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yo, you know, I just started this new spot. I think you should come try it. Mm-hmm. Everybody going to be skeptical. You know, you you know, sometimes if you buy into a new, I mean, if you buy into a franchise that already the name has a good it. name mm-hmm. and has already have a great reputation, it's like, okay, all I got to do is, do is open the doors, promote mm-hmm. the spot, and people going to pull up. Right, right, you know, it's right. a little bit easier. I'm not. It ain't easy, but it's a little, a little bit, bit easier. easier. Right, yeah. yeah, I feel you. Okay, yeah. Sir. Woo. Yeah. Okay. I'll go mm-hmm. somewhere when they say crew. I'll be like, okay. Okay. Well, I've been to Mad yeah, Crews in Georgia. Yeah. We know what we get. We know so. what we get. You know what you're gonna get. Right. All right. Next one. Yep. All right. Let me see. Let's see. Uh, what's this? What's this? Oh. Carrying crates is an upcoming DJ versus. Getting coffee as an intern. So the funny thing is I've done both. <laughs> we know. That's why we asked the question. Damn. We did our research. Damn. <laughs> um, I love these reactions. <laughs> Should we grab the bottle again? <laughs> I think once already. Um, nah, I'm going to go with first class is carrying in crates, man. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. All um, right. I mean... I'm not knocking the intern stuff, you know. I, I definitely learned a, quite a few, uh, quite a few things. I mean, I was younger, mm-hmm. but um, but um, carrying crates that was a humbling moment. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget that. You know that 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 was my segue into. Yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Go ahead. We got right, two. We more. got two more. All right. Let's see what we got here. Dispatching versus driving trucks. Wow. <laughs> oh, so, wow. So, you, like, <laughs> wow. So <laughs> I never I never drove a truck. Oh. Right? Period. Right? I mean, you know, good energy worldwide. We we do everything but drive the trucks. Mm-hmm. Right? Um I guess I'm gonna have to take a shot. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, okay. So you're gonna have to break it down. We anytime somebody take a shot, we like a, a good okay. breakdown. All right. So I can't call something first class versus versus uh coach. If you never did it. Not even that the fact that I never did it because it come hand in hand. Okay. Right? You need um, dispatching to I mean you, I mean a di- you can't be a dispatcher without the truck driver. It wasn't that much, right? Oh, okay. Damn, you're trying to kill him. No, it wasn't that much. You need some of your cut? Oh, my God. I'm going to be dead. Well, you got one more. I mean, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Break it down. Dispatcher. So, 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 the uh, a truck dispatcher or freight dispatcher, mm-hmm. right, uh, basically is the agent who finds uh, a load. all the loads mm-hmm. for the trucks. They are in favor of the truck, right, whereas a broker are in favor of the shipper. Mm-hmm. Um, the dispatcher pretty much, um, you, I mean, you need the truck drivers. You need somebody behind the wheel to, to be able to have work, right? So, I mean, without the truck drivers, there's, you know, there's no dispatchers and vice versa. I mean, without the truck driver, you know, I mean, without the uh, yeah. dispatcher, truck might be lost unless the driver want to dispatch himself, which we always recommend that they never do. Do that. Mm-hmm. So, so that's why, all right. Well, we're we'll we gonna drink to that. <laughs> we gonna drink to that. Right. We'll drink to anything. <laughs> All right, one more. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm gonna take this. <laughs> <laughs> Your last Ooh. one. Let's see. Even I was yeah. like, oh. I hope I can answer this one. <laughs> All right, let's see. Let's see. Boshment party versus kickback. <laughs> 
When we're having a bashman party, people get to feeling high. We're in Gucci and the money, feeling rich like Wesley. Please said drinking crystal with my shorty, running a lighter to the night. So we're having a bashman party. So let's rock to morning light. <laughs> Yo, stop playing with stop us. Stop playing with us. Please. Go ahead. All right. What you got? Man. You know that guy Darren Brand on um on IG? Mm-hmm. He be doing them little videos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll be I wanna be like, for me. <laughs> for me, mm-hmm. it depends on the night of the week and how I feel. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn, man. Should I pour another shot? No. <laughs> Damn. Ashman party versus kickbacks. But see, sometimes uh, uh, it's different. we go to the kickbacks and, and they then turn into Ashman party. Now, so, okay, let's do it. Let's do a quick. If, if people don't know what yes, a Ashman party, is, explain tell, to them. Tell, well, I got my version. Yeah. What's your version? Of a bashment party, the original or New- what it is now? Well, you could give us a little bit of both, especially as New Yorkers. So the original bashment parties was always in a hole in the wall or somebody's basement, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Right. And it was just speakers on blast. We was on the wall. People was winding up. We was dancing. It was a little spot. A little spot. spot. It'd be like five people lined up next yep. to each other. When they said, stop banging on the down furnace. Dubbing was going du- on. Yeah, dubbing. Remember? Yo, Yo. They don't know nothing about that. Pure drinking. It was just yes. like good times. It, it was like. What time is the party over? Right. And you could pull up at 3 in the morning. morning it is still. The police don't low-key shut it down. Nope. They'll probably be like on Miller, Georgia Ave somewhere. Like, you know, Just you pull up chilling. on the block. That's it. Right. See, that, that, them places is dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Killer Miller. Yep. <laughs> Miller. I, I remember, I, I ain't going to say what house, but I remember a house of Miller that we. <sighs> no. Miller, Wyona. Mm, all of that. Oh he, took, oh, he took a sh- Oh, wait. I got to pour me a <laughs> I got one. Yeah, I, I got half a shot. And you know, kickbacks is just, it's nothing too crazy. It could consist of a game night. It could just consist of, hey, we taking shots. Um, we just chilling, listening to music. You know, game nights are the new kickbacks. You know, everybody right. like, let's do a game night. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm overdue for a game night, though. I ain't gonna lie. Wait, yeah, because you like, skipped out on the last one real early. No, he's, he participated. I, I was there. We didn't know what Arthur was. Oh, we wait, didn't know what, what Arthur was. What is, what is he? Arthur Burger? Oh, Arthur. Arthur. Not Arthur. Did y'all know Arthur was an Arthur? I don't know what that man was. So, pretty much, he took a shot because it's hard. But. To me, April, if I just had to answer one of it, I'm gonna say ain't nothing like a bashment. It's party. nothing yeah. like a bashment. Hey, I'm, party. A, I'm gonna go first class with the with the with the bashment. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the kickback. For I mean, you know what? I'm getting older, so for me, <laughs> at, this, <laughs> at this age, this talking about he getting older. But I'm pretty sure if he pull up to New York right now, he's gonna be in the New York streets. <laughs> nah, log, nah, log on, nonstop. Nah, non-stop. I, mean, I don't even be telling nobody when I fly up there. I be in and out. Yo. In like, and out. Yo. Well, By the people, time I fly, they were like, you was here? Like, <laughs> yeah. <for> <laughs> yeah, that was the first class versus coach. And the funny thing is, we will take a shot with our guest. Now I'm a little hot. Shout out to Bombay Vodka. Yo, I'm shout out to Bombay Vodka. We're about to go ahead and tap in with the check in. Yes. So y- y'all already know it's flu here, grew here. We have to check in. Tell us about where you're from, Robbie. Um, how that shaped you moving to Atlanta or wherever else you moved to and how that helped shape you, your career and all of that stuff. Uh, so originally, obviously mm-hmm. from Brooklyn, I was born in Flatbush. Them <laughs> um, <laughs> shots yeah. kicking in. Yeah, well, I was born in Flatbush. Um, I ain't lived in Flatbush for that long. So that's why I don't really like rep it. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, I was probably like four years old. We moved to East New York, um, grew up in East New York. All the way till I was 19 when I moved out my parents' house. Okay. Out, never went back. Sometimes I wish I would have did go back. <laughs> and be like that. Yo, Dalton is very ghetto. Yo, <laughs> a hood I, I do not want to be like in, right? Mm-hmm. Nah, but as a man, I always say, like, you know, you just got to gotta make it work, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, well, basically, um, after moving out, went to Jersey. I was in the car industry. For many, many years. Just like a Caribbean man. <laughs> <laughs> Got my ass in a little bit of trouble in my 20s. Had to sit down for a little bit. 
What's trouble? Have kids? No, no. Fred J. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the law trouble. Not and not kids is trouble. <laughs> Oh, I got I'm kids. sorry. <laughs> no, yo, Robbie got kids. What's, what's kids with an S? Yo, no, with an S or S? No, yeah. S. <laughs> when we was at the game night, shout out to Finders. I was like, oh, you. He was like, no, I got this one, this one, this one. I'm like, <laughs> oh. I'm like, what? So kids? No, the law. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I right, keep going. <laughs> so, so um, trouble, okay. So I had to sit, I had to sit my ass down for a little bit, figure out life, figure out what I'm gonna do different to never get my ass in trouble again. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know when I came home, I um, got back into car industry again. And while I was sitting up, you know, shout out to my cousin Alex. He 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 told me about the trucking thing from way back then. And uh, I'm like, what the hell is this nigga talking about? trucks like yo like were you driving them shit <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you about to buy a truck and you driving well, I, come, I buy a truck and i drive like nah nah nah, nah. um we gonna own them we gonna hire drivers i'm like, I'm like okay this is something different we, i mean it's not expensive yeah <laughs> but, but I, I mean I, I mean if you if you if you if there's a way mm-hmm. you know we gonna try to figure it out so um when i came back home i um got back into the car industry i was, I was an auto broker and um, just grinded it out for some months and months and months, saved up some money, and then, and actually, I ended up buying my first truck. I remember um, I gave it to him at first, and sitting down there watching him, like, so um, I got the truck now, and then I gave it to you, and then what do you do? He's <laughs> like, oh, I'm gonna get you a driver, and I'm gonna run it. So I'm just sitting back here, like, yo, this man, I'm like, so I'm like, how many your trucks you running? And what you, eighteen wheeler? Yeah, eighteen wheeler. Yeah, so I'm like, so I'm like, how many trucks you running? I'm like, yo, my man was, I forgot how many at the time, but it was was a, quite a bit. Oh, so Alex was moving, moving. Yeah, he was definitely moving. I'm like, so I'm like, um, you don't need help. He's like, nah, nah I got this. I got this. So, yo, more than time, that man is in his office, in the home office at, at, at the house at um, where he was living at the time. And I'm like, um, you don't take breaks. He like. Yo, yo, I'll be so busy. Yo, my man was up from morning till night. I'm like, yo, how, when do you eat? You, you don't go nowhere. You have a life anymore? Like, yo, because you know what it is? Like, I'm, I I remember us being younger. We was outside. Mm-hmm. You know, we would like to go out, party, do things, travel. Yo, my mm-hmm. man was. Not that guy anymore. Sorry. Not, yeah. Maybe the travel still, but he's like. Not even. I'm, oh, he, he wasn't doing nothing. Oh, see? My man was homebody on the grind. See? So it was like. So I said to him, I'm like, yo, um, you sure you don't need help? I'm like, I'm feeling bad. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I want to work. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm like, I mean, I was, I had my car thing going on, but I'm like, yo, I'm willing to, mm-hmm. to work. Like, you know, like show me something, mm-hmm. you know. So um, I'm like, yo, what about on the dispatching side? Like, show me how to do that. So my man was like, all right, I'm gonna come up and show you how to dispatch. He flew up for one day and showed me. Show me how to use a load board and then left, right? <laughs> <laughs> so then I'm there like, right, I think I got this. So I'm like, well, all right, what am I, I going to dispatch? She's like, oh, you can dispatch your truck. Man, listen. <laughs> I remember the first few loads I booked, yo, that driver was mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had him going what? Everywhere. Yeah, yo, the driver was like, oh, um, you got me going... You got me deadheading um, the opposite direction from where I need to go. You're going to be wasting fuel. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, that well, makes sense. So, so Go so, back the other way. Right. So, <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, probably I did book a bad load. So, you know, I mean, after a while, I was, you know, I was calling that man. I was calling Alex every day for like a good few weeks, almost a month, until um, I got the hang of it. You know, I, you know, I started you know, doing mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. Then he was like, all right, here's another truck for, you know, that, that belonged to somebody else that mm-hmm. he was already dispatching. Um, did good with that. Then he had me another one. I remember when I got to like five and it, cause at the time he was already, he was, a, he had a, he, he had our trucking authority. He had trucks. He was dispatching other people trucks that he's been helping out. Wow. Right. And he was also consulting people to help them start their own 
Wow. So let me ask so, this. Alex, he, he was the one with experience, or y'all both was just like, we going to wing this? He, so, no, no, no. He he didn't. He wasn't winging it at that time. By that time, he already got well, the experience. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. people now were hitting him up like, yo, I heard about you. I want to do what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Wow. Right? So he had like a waiting list. Mm. So at that point, I'm like, all right, just give me everything, and then you just go deal with the consulting part after I got the hang of it. Right, know? right. So, and how much you were bringing in a week? Like what? I always hear weekly, but well, not how much I bring, but how much the truck would do. How much the trunk? Yeah. Back then, those trucks would do minimum five grand a week. Each okay. truck. How long right? ago was that? This is back in 2017. Okay, not yeah. that's okay. not okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So wow. So he already had years under his belt. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you know, that's what I was asking. Mm-hmm. So, so after um after he was like just out there moving and shaking, um. He had met he had met a gentleman that was um like uh, what you call it he's uh Eric Thomas's right hand man mm-hmm. um et the hip hop preacher and, yeah and they was on a cruise ship and you know they, they I think they was on that cruise for like a whole weekend and they was just vibing and chopping it up all weekend and then um they was like yo um we think what you're doing is great I think you should go digital with it instead of you know dealing with people one on one and. That was a that was a pretty much the takeoff of like, the, you know, the yeah. trucking portal. Mm-hmm. Um, we had came back. He had just locked in, put it all together, did all the filming, recording, created all the um, the, the write ups for it as far as the PDF files and all that. Mm-hmm. And he had launched it. The thing just took off from there. And then after that took off, we just kept getting more and more dispatch clients. Um, I had to start hiring help because I couldn't do all that by myself. And then. Um, Clients is asking me, yo, yo, can you show me how to dispatch? Can you show me how to dispatch? And I'm like, yo, hmm. So I don't got time to do that. So I'm like, yo, Alex, yo, I said, I think, I think we need to drop a dispatch course. And at first, he had like a little pushback at first, and then I'm like, yo, I'm like, bro, we need to. Mm-hmm. I think that's a low ticket item. People could afford it. Not everybody could afford a truck, mm-hmm. and that's another stream of income that somebody else can, you know, pretty much use, and it don't take that much to start up. Yeah. And I remember the, um, this is like couple of years after I had, you know, this is probably about almost two and a half years. I'm in the game already when we when we had that discussion. And um, we started filming at the end of 19 before, right before yeah. COVID. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know what a COVID, COVID was. was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And we had planned to drop it that February in 2020, right? And it's crazy. Like, we ended up dropping it. COVID, I mean... You know, the, sad thing, but the, the, the best thing. But the best but thing the for best, the trucking industry. The best yeah. thing for the trucking industry in the sense that even for people who just got stuck at home mm-hmm. doing nothing with their time, they was able to sit down and tap in and, 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 and get into our courses. So <laughs> so we had dropped it that February in 2020, and that thing just took off like lightning. And, you know, that's fast forward. You know, like it's everything was up from there. Mm-hmm. So. so you could do trucking. You could do dispatching with your eyes closed. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Gotcha. I mean, you know, everybody have their own methods of mm-hmm. how they like to do things. Um, people talk about, oh, I like dedicated lanes. You know, I know they like dedicated lanes because, mm-hmm. like, they truck is on one contract and they just do the, you know, do mm-hmm. same thing, repeat everything every day. They don't got to, you know, do no work. I just, me personally, like, I always just like getting on the phone and talking to a broker and negotiating. You know, I, that's just, you know, that's it's just, you. yeah, that's me. Like, I like doing that. Some people want the easy way out. Sometimes, all, you know, you're not going to make all the money on, you know, doing shit easy. Right. You know, that's just me. So Got you. So, I know people, you got to buy the course, but we're yeah. going to ask you, Robbie, if you could drop one gem uh-huh. in the sense of if somebody wants to get into dispatching, or let's say they're in it, they're not getting clients. Clients, yeah. What is something that you, what, what is one do and what is one don't that you could drop? When it comes to dispatching, I mean, yo, you listen. If some you people just sit down. I mean, you can you sit down at home and pick up clients? Yeah, I mean, you know, there's so many different ways to recruit, you know, carriers or whatever. Um, but sometimes you gotta get outside. Sometimes you got. I mean, I, some of the there are some people in the course who I personally mentored. Females, shout out to the females because they mm-hmm. def, definitely some hustlers. Mm-hmm. And um, and I watch them go to these truck stops. And I was just, just about to say, like, go yeah. to a Walmart, see all them sleep mm-hmm. trucks right there. They go to, yeah, they go to mm-hmm. shippers, they go to receivers, mm-hmm. they go to truck stops, and they just meet and greet people. I mean, listen, when you start a new business, yo, you're going to get a lot of no's before you get a yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just it is what it is, you know. 
Gotcha. You know, so it, it ain't nothing. Ain't no rewards come mm-hmm. easy. Yeah. Simple as that. You're gonna have to put in work. You know, and I I learned that the hard way. You know, mm-hmm. easy money ain't and fast money ain't. Okay. No, it's good. So no, it's good. how do you go from the car business to the trucking business to now the nightlife business? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, so um I got family members who used to own nightclubs back in the days. Um and you know, I couple uncles i mean one of them used to own a couple nightclubs and then they also taught me how to dj so it was just always something that i grew up watching and seeing and it was mm-hmm. a passion for me so i'm like yo, yo i'm old one you know like i'm gonna get my own one day um so you know as the last few years went by and of course you know you're making money and you're just trying to figure out what's your next move um you want to make an investment i'm like you know what let me go into nightlife hospitality is one thing that mm-hmm can't lose on you know people going to drink regardless good Hello. times bad times mm-hmm. <laughs> you either going to drink in trouble away yeah. or you're going to gonna... drink to celebrate yep. so, right you know, it is what it is so mm-hmm. I, I said you know what i it's something that i love you know i always tell people do things that you love mm-hmm. don't 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 get a job and and report to a job that you're going to hate i mean listen sometimes you got to work and be uncomfortable for a little bit to go figure out your dreams but yeah don't don't start a career just because your parents told you to go do it. Mm. You know, don't go doing stuff and going to college and say, oh, I'm just going to do this because I'm pleasing my parents. Do it because you want to do it. You know, don't, don't waste your parents' money or don't waste your money. You know, Right. Just, don't waste your time. Yeah, don't waste your time. I mean, shoot, I, I, I went to college for three semesters and I had to sit down at the third step at the beginning of the third semester. I'm like, do I really want to do this? <laughs> what was uh, it? What major you paid? I had I was computer engineering. Okay. Computer, okay. Yeah. He know a little coding. Just yeah. a <laughs> three semesters, he learned. Yeah. He know how to turn the computer off and on, so <laughs> it don't work. We started. Yeah. So. <laughs> I went to school for three. You semesters. brought up your parents, right? And so obviously, you said you're from Trinidad. Well, you're byproduct of Trinidad and Jamaica. So your parents are immigrants from yep. there. Talk about the pressure of being a child of immigrant parents to be successful because, like you said, like, don't just go somewhere because your parents want you to do it. But I know a lot of times, especially in, like, Caribbean African culture, like, it's a big, like, you better be something or, (laughs) like, you can't be no bomb. And sometimes they don't think about entrepreneurship. Correct. So Mm -hmm. I I tell, I mean, yo, our American friends, I'll be telling them, I'm like, yo, y'all grew up privileged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all be talking about white privilege. I'm like, y'all grew up privileged too. Because <laughs> y'all parents be letting y'all do what y'all want. I'm like, I could not, I can't curse. We, yo, we, <laughs> if you, if your parents back in them days even discovered that you even had weed in your possession, it's like, <laughs> That was like having, that was like possessing crack. You know? I was like, you got to control <laughs> Your parents, you know, growing up in a Caribbean home back in the days, so if your parents found out that you smoked weed, it was like the cops catching you with <laughs> right. a brick of cocaine. Right, and they start screaming, and they start praying over you. you oh, the drug addict. So, yeah. yo, your parents might deport you. Oh, gosh. <laughs> They might send you back to their home from the, from their country that you are unfamiliar with. <laughs> like, like that is every that's every child that's a product of a Caribbean home. That's their biggest fear. Like my brother got sent to Jamaica for years because he was you know he was misbehaving. Oh, all right, you going? Yeah. <laughs> I did a, I did a, I did summer school in Jamaica one summer. Oh. And I remember every day I'm sitting down there sweating like yo, how did you do that? I'm like, yo, it's something here all year round. <laughs> and then I, I remember, you. I mean, the food, I mean, like, school lunch, they, school lunch is good, but I'm like. Yeah, what they had, jerk chicken? They had all kind of different stuff, but I remember one day they had soup. I'm like, yo, it's all. Caribbeans <laughs> <laughs> love soup no matter the time. My mom soup. made soup two I'm, weeks I'm, ago. <laughs> yo, I'm here drinking, I mean, I mean, it's, I'm going I'm to eat. Eat it, right. yeah. You know, hundred degrees, I'm drinking this, it's good, but I'm here sweating. <laughs> It's a different ball game. Mm-hmm. And trust me, in a Caribbean household, everybody know your auntie, the friends, and they talk loud too. Like you so know that you can hear them. Let me tell you about Robbie. Oh my God. This Son. is the fifth He's time. a crackhead. So, yo, yeah, and that's the next thing. If you do something bad in your family, your whole 
family. Oh, home. and you don't know they they already created a whole prayer circle. <laughs> like sure. we're gonna pray. You for come him. home from school, and you know, Robbie, <laughs> sit down. You don't even get in trouble in one house, yo. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's over? You go to your auntie house. Sir. Robbie <laughs> You go to your grandmother's house You turn the oh. TV you're like What on there The ear say Your poor car Turn, turn off the TV <laughs> And you gotta go get a whip a book. you gotta <laughs> get a whip in there too yeah. It's like Like you said Caribbean household It's like It's permission to get your ass whipped Sir. Throughout And your mom ain't saying No she's sitting there You know black parents Don't touch my No yeah. Oh oh your auntie whooped your ass <laughs> Your uncle slapped you. Mm. Like, yo, there's a difference. Like, I always tell people, like, yo, all right. So when I was 16, right, mm-hmm. I got caught with a girl in my in my in, my, mm-hmm. in, in the crib in mm-hmm. my room, right? <laughs> and you live to tell the story. Yo, I'm, I'm surprised I live to tell the story, right? Now, in American household, the pops would have probably been like, yes, yeah, right. What? So who caught you? The mom or the pop? My pops. I wish my mom would have caught me. Saying, <laughs> Okay. Oh, okay. It get interesting. What part? All right. What was the reaction? Yo, let's say let, let's just say that I got kicked out the house for three weeks. Oh, oh. That, that ass, yeah. I had to go live with my aunt, my uncle for like three weeks. Yo, thank God it was the summer because if I had to figure out how to get to school, school? Sir. yo. So. Even though they was sneaking and geeking back in the days too, but that's not the point. That's not the point. They want better for their kids. Why do nah. parents act like they ain't never did nothing? It's not, you know, you know I, as I got older, mm-hmm. I think I realized what it was. It is the fact that you did it in day house. Yeah. Oh, 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 you don't pay no bills. You don't pay, you don't no, pay no bills. bills. <laughs> you eat up all their food that they pay girl? for. And you want to bring a girl? Man, you want to bring a girl in here? <laughs> oh, yo, that's funny. Nah, for real, for real, for real. So we gonna tap in. You told us about the trucking life. You told us about New York, you getting caught by your pops. <laughs> now, let's talk about the infamous being a black entrepreneur owning a restaurant. Right? Yes. So Here we, in Atlanta. I was just about to specifically. say. Specifically Atlanta, Georgia. So we see the memes, the thing on Instagram, mm-hmm. like, oh, black owned restaurants. Y'all trying to exploit the black community, to throw up a grass wall, lamb yeah. chops, mm-hmm. all this stuff, right? So do you feel like black entrepreneurs exploit their own to gain wealth? No, because honestly and truly, I, I'm willing to, I, I mean, everybody's willing to welcome everybody. But let me tell you something. Um, with me, I, like, yo, I don't see, I mean, obviously we have colors, but the co- only color that matters in business is green. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my thing is I try to, some, some, Black-owned spots do do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, Atlanta's wildin'. Hundred dollar, hundred dollar valet is crazy. Yep. At a I mean, hole in the at a hole in the wall. Hundred dollar, yo, y'all gotta stop. Y'all gotta stop. Yeah. I mean, I got valet, <laughs> but. I mean, yo, I remember when I first came down here. <laughs> yo, when did you move here? Right? When did you come? I came down here in 2021, right? Oh, oh you, you fresh. Yeah. Wait, from Jersey or Brooklyn? Brooklyn. Oh, oh you yeah. fresh, fresh. So, so, still smelling the street. street on him. <laughs> still. So, so I went. I remember. I'm, I remember when the spot named Medusa was open, right? Oh, we mm-hmm. remember Medusa. So, mm-hmm. so I goes there, and. I pull up to the parking lot. There's a guy. I, I don't know if he was a sheriff or a security, but he don't like fatigues and the um, mm-hmm. and the bulletproof vest. So I pull up. I'm like, "Yo, y'all got valet?" My man is like, "Oh, that road right here is a hundred dollars." I said, "How much?" Not that road. Yo, <laughs> the, the road right here is a hundred dollars. Not in front the venue. In front the venue, I think was another price. I didn't even want to ask him how much that was. So he said, "That road right there is a hundred dollars." I said, I'll say, what about the road right behind it? Mind you, you know, the parking lot, you have the lines and mm-hmm, then this mm-hmm. one, this one. So it's the same, like, you know, <laughs> one car here, another car right here. So right. this row is 100. Oh, but this row. So, but this row right here, I said, so how much to park behind this car, right? Like, right behind mm-hmm. it. Free. Oh, I'm going to take free. <laughs> like, why, why am I going to give you? 
a hundred dollars to park an inch away. <laughs> you know what? We need to start reporting yeah. this to city. city do you even a, own the, did they give you a permit to they even did charge not. people? Did they, not. They're supposed to be insured. Honestly, that they supposed to. Be oh, insured. so next time we pull up, ask for their insurance. I like to see your insurance, sir. <laughs> so, 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 oh, you don't have it? I'm parking here for free. So then, then you got the parking. Right, then you, <laughs> then you got to even, get in. Then you either gonna pay to get in, or you gonna get a table. So mm-hmm. I, I mean, let's give them grace for that. At least they're not gonna charge you for entry if you get the table, right? No, it's in there. It's, in it's there. hidden, but it's, it's in you there. You know, you just don't think so, about it because you like. So, uh. he, so here's where they hit you at. They're gonna hit you with the table minimum. All right, if you say bottle minimum, I mean, mm-hmm. it's a weekend. Yeah, bottle minimum, maybe two bottles depending on the table size. Mm-hmm. That's, that's graceful, right? When you go, I mean, when I first came out here, they like, yo, it depends on the spot that you go to. Yeah. Then he hitting you with a minimum thousand dollars spend mm-hmm. just to get. I'm like, ooh, I'm like somebody here special. Yeah, minimum thousand <laughs> is is od. Yeah. Wait, that come with anything? No. This got I gotta order a thousand dollars worth of worth of uh, liquor. I'm like, damn. Sure, sure, you might as well throw in the bottle, girls. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Right, is, right. Is she included? Is she included? Yeah. Like, exactly. Yeah, no. So, so the, and the, you still got to tip her. Yep. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so the cool thing with um with crew is um we don't have entry fees, right? Mm-hmm. No. The, we, only, the only time crew, crew would ever, if you ever go show up to a crew, it and they ever, if they ever, I mean, and this has to probably get clear with corporate. So like, if you ever pull up to a crew and there was an entry fee, that, that means something special, super special is really going on. Mm-hmm. But they, it's like 99% never entry fee, no table minimums. Um, and, you know, that's it. Don't, I mean, at, at Alpharetta, we got the largest location in the country, so. Yeah, because that's yeah, probably is big. big. Yeah. When we first pulled up months ago, I was we, like, We were like, this is a really a crew? Like, <laughs> oh, so okay. The only section that I probably might have a minimum for is that stage. But I'm like, everywhere else is free. I mean, we have a whole VIP section, mm-hmm. and there's still, like, no table minimums. You can just go sit down there. Yo, shout mm-hmm. out to crew for that. Like, for real, for real. People can come yeah. and enjoy. And it probably makes people want to buy more because yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. oh, well, I ain't have to pay to get in. I ain't have to pay mm-hmm. for it. Give me the bottle. You don't feel like you didn't spend your whole paycheck. Yeah. It's Friday night, and now you can't even pay your bills. Yeah, it's come Monday, your damn account on E. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, you know, that's, that's to me, it, it should be like that. You know, especially, like, on weekdays. Like, I'll pull up to spots. I ain't going to call no names in Atlanta. You know, I ain't going to do that. To do. I mean, I remember when I first came here, I remember on a Thursday or a Tuesday, walking to a spot just to get in. And my, my man was like, yo, two bottle minimum, $600. I'm like, yo, it's Thursday evening at 7 p.m. <laughs> Welcome to Atlanta where every day is a party. Every day is a party. They don't they don't I care. You can't just sit down and have a meal and have a few <laughs> drinks. It's Thursday at 7 p.m. Like, yo, 7 p.m. <laughs> Why do you think like restaurants, especially like black owned restaurants or just anything lounge what in Atlanta charge so much? Like um, I feel like because they know they can. But that's my opinion. It's Partially that, but then you know, being from the ownership side, it also comes down to the overhead too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this is why I always say that you know our people sometimes we just need to set a different tone. I mean, I I give Atlanta more credit than New York because <laughs> you know New York is rowdy as hell. They, you know, At least you could sit down here. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I feel like the environment, at least down here, is safer. Mm-hmm. But um. You know, if we set a better tone, you know, venues won't need as much security. Mm-hmm. You know, I um, you wouldn't need to hire a whole bunch of cops. Right. And that's expensive. Uh, I was just about to say, so yeah. is that where most of your overhead goes is to security? Depends on the location. Um, So for us. Because y'all really, got a big location. Yeah, a big location. But being the fact that we're in Alpharetta, we don't have to security overkill okay right but now imagine if you in the city and, right 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 or if you if they the don't have side, a security guard i'm not going <laughs> <laughs> yo the spots on the south side yo god bless the owners yo they gotta hire like the military to, to and yeah. i believe it i believe it right you know. and the biggest thing why we brought that up to it and like i say you know social media plays a part mm-hmm. how we're yeah. seeing the customer service and everything with black owned like for instance um it's this not black owned uh let's say a breakfast spot and a guy came in, because I served too as well, and him and his wife, they was eating. And when I bought the check, they was like, 
This <laughs> like this is it? And I'm like, yeah, I think they had two meals, a mimosa, and it came up to like maybe sixty four dollars. And he was like, but when he went to another spot, and, and I'm gonna say black owned, it was like two D. This it came up to like one twenty service charge. Like, when a, I tell you, he was looking at me like, did you not wait? This is it? And I'm like, yeah. So, you know, people say it like in a sense of when you go to non-black owns, it's like they still drive the Benz. They still They'll drive this. It, but they're not beating but us they're over not the head beating with us the up pricing. over the head. But when you go to other establishments, it's like two tops. It's, it's like, like 130 One it's lobster like, tail is like $58. It's and like, it's like, it be this small. Like the lobster tail like, be this yo, this small. If I like, go to farmer's market, the lobster's seven ninety nine. If I go to Kroger, <laughs> the lobster is $6 a tail. Okay? Like... Right. So, and like I said, this is, you know, this is not in the sense of to be like, oh, the drink? Oh. oh. Right. It's <laughs> actually right. it's good. Oh. Oh. Shout out to Bombay. Bombay might have a new home. <laughs> and, 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 and I'm a tequila fan, so this is pretty good, though. Oh, we about to send this more? footage to him. Yeah, a little bit more. Oh. Right. <laughs> we going to do some chaser, though. You ain't going to do me like that. Oh, oh I, no, I got we, you. I got you. <laughs> you got to do the chaser. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so, I'm going to answer that, too. Um. So I'm gonna be very, very honest with you, and this and this comes from me having a sales background, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh yeah, you. I don't and trust all car, car deals. That's what I said when he started. Like, oh, you used to sell car. I don't so, trust you. I'm gonna be very frank. Mm-hmm. Black people don't tip. I was a server, and yeah. that is true. Okay, okay, black right. Black people don't tip. Automatic, <laughs> look, look at us. Automatic gratuity at a black establishment is is is, is, is it has to be there. It. Um, I can low key see that. Yeah. But what we she, pr- she walked away. I'm about to say, well, I'm not when it's automatic her. gratuity. What we say? How y'all know I wanted to tip her this much? Exactly. <laughs> I wanted to tip her more. But, no, you no, you did it. Black, <laughs> black folk don't tip, so automatic gratuity is definitely necessary. The reason why you go to a white establishment, um, they don't if they don't have it is because I mean, listen, they don't have to and deal with those diverse, issues. And it's a di- white people, crowd. I mean, Caucasian people are very generous mm-hmm. when it comes to service. That it just I, I know that for years. Even when I sold cars, no matter what I, I sold a car for, if they negotiated the hell out of me or if if, if it was not, um my you know, all my clients who was Caucasian, they definitely always tip me, like fifty dollars, hundred dollars, always. It just I, I never asked for it. I never required it, I never yeah. expected mm-hmm. it, but they just always did it. Yeah. That's just how they are, how, are how they, they are. are. They very they are very generous, so it's not something that, that you know, is pretty much required. And then also, mm-hmm. overhead is a little bit less because those type of establishments don't require security. Mm. Right. I mean, it, you know. I feel you. Okay. You got to do better. You got to do better. <laughs> gotta, gotta, if y'all stop better. coming to their clubs and messing it up, yeah, they wouldn't gotta, have to charge so much yeah, for a lobster tail. We got to do better. They don't got to require security. Right. You know, it's, you know, the environment's a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, you know, therefore their overhead is less. One know? thing I can't say about Crew Alpharetta, though, is like we've been there. <laughs> it was a point. We was just going. We was just faithfully. Faithfully. Like, and there has never really, there's never really been an altercation that I, that we can recall that, no. you know, it, no. and, and no, like, I feel safe there. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, absolutely. There, there was, there was one argument, I'm going to say, I'm always re- very, you know, real. Um, there was one argument I remember one night between uh, two guys. We was there for that. Was it on a yeah. Thursday? It was on it was a, Thursday. a Thursday. Yeah. Yo, was there? And, let me, no, and Robbie. Was, and, yo, the security got them so fast. I didn't yo, even no, it. Robbie, let no, me we, just tell you. We was there for that. This one right here, the guy, like, I guess Jeff, shout out to Jeff. Yeah. Um, he, like, got the guy down. Yeah. This one was kicking the guy. Talk about get off of Jeff. Get off of him. So, okay, <laughs> real quick, y'all. The fight happened by the By the, by the bar. Mm-hmm. By the state, by the DJ booth. Mm-hmm. It was to the point where they felt on me because we always we bought a stage. stage. Like mm-hmm. we said, shout out to the DJs. Next thing you know, Jeff came in like a spider. Yo, like, we here. She was like, I think they, I was like, I think they about to argue. Next thing you I know, said, they was, next thing you know, they started swinging. So they fell on my leg. Jeff trying to get them. My yeah. ass. Chanel don't like to be left out. <laughs> Chanel don't like to be left out. So she was like, get, get off of him. I'm like. But it was done. It was quick. done. Quick. And, and out. You know what's going. crazy? I'm always say this to guys too. 
that that altercation happened because, because of a female. Remember we said because she was hyping it up. We was like, girl, shut up! That, like I, I reviewed the camera. She the one that started. She, it. We was like, yo, girl, like shut up. She was still. And when we asked um the security, like yo, like so they not coming back in. He was like, yo, we was gonna let the girl back in, but she just kept going. Mm -hmm. Like, and then and then I went outside. I spoke to them, and she was like. I don't know. I felt like she was intoxicated. She was on. I'm like, you don't need to party or drink no more. It's, it's <laughs> and then I'm like, but I looked at the cameras. It was her fault. No, that we said that. We we literally watched it. We was like, I think they and, about to fight, right? And and her boyfriend got the bad end in the stick. Yes, but we said that. We was like, dang. And she watched her man get beat up. We was like, <laughs> yo, yo, run that camera again. Run you that, you see gonna see Chanel. <laughs> run that camera again. You gonna see nah, her? Because they try to fight Jeff. No, and we don't play that. Shout out to our crew people. It was it was I bet mean, it was quick. It was the only yeah. it's the only altercation we had in one year, and a lot of establishments can't even say that. No, you know, they can't. How many spots don't have brawls? Nope. I I even gonna hold you, even in Alpharetta. Yeah, as bougie as that place is, mm -hmm. the the other spot the, like there's a bar. I mean, and it's not it's not black owned. No, the, we the, know the other folks is there, and they be brawling all the time. And cops be telling me, I'm like, word. And that's another thing that's I was going to ask you Being in Alpharetta yeah. Do you feel the pressure Because everybody know If you know If you live in Atlanta We know the city of Atlanta Crazy mm -hmm. south side Of course when you hear Alpharetta You like oh we You know Do they put pressure on you are as a black owned in a sense of like if you ever go to Alpharetta, you know it's like it's drive, like, yeah. drive like this, look straight, don't do you can't yeah. turn up in Alpharetta. Yeah. So are they putting like an extra special eye on y'all because y'all black owned? And is it like all right you know, now? You know what? <laughs> all right, um, buddy. <laughs> all right, buddy, old pal. <laughs> I, I gotta honestly say no. That's um, I, I love that. Yeah. I, honestly, um, you know. I think the town is. Let's just, take a shot for yeah. that, like, <laughs> friend. Don't act like you ain't got you ain't got a shot in there. <laughs> I think the town is very grateful um, for the business. I mean, obviously, you know, they making money off the taxes. Yeah. Um, so hello. So um, they grateful for the business. It's bringing revenue in. Yeah. Um, it's you know helping to keep their lights on, mm -hmm. pay some salaries. Yeah. Um. You know, so it just you know, and we're not there causing no riffraffs. We right. close on time. Um, they do. They will kick you out. Yeah, we don't. You know, they no violence. They know nothing crazy happening in the parking lot. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I, I I don't have no crazy amount of cops sitting outside no. and intimidating people. I, you know, I just you know I had them. You know, I I'll have. Um, the township police be there like, yeah. on a Saturday. Just you know, one guy be speeded, but um, but I mean, security does a good job. I mean, you know, the officers outside, people have grown. You know, again. you know what crew feel like? Mm -hmm. It feel like family. Yeah. It does. Like yeah. it feel like family. Like yeah. shout out to my girl Lala. I love yeah. Lala. That's everything. Latifa or Lavanya. Oh gosh, the one with the big butt. If she had a bubble <laughs> the thick one. Yeah. <laughs> That's Lavanya. Lavanya, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but we love Latifa too, cause she don't play. Mm -hmm. One thing about she don't play. But mm -hmm. every time we go, I always ask for Lala, cause she's just so sweet. She's so knowledgeable and she's so like just dope or whatever. But when we go to crew, it feel like we're going to see, like hang out with family. Like yeah, yeah I will say this. Uh, me and Alpharetta. April, me and April go out <laughs> a lot. Like we go out a lot. We we always in a sense of hitting you spot. But when it comes to crew, yeah. it's something we're in a sense of like. As soon as we walk in, we like, what's up? It's, you don't, know what they say? Don't trust the girls that know the security, security guards. <laughs> we them girls. We them girls that know the security guards. I was going to say, Robbie, don't ding them. But shout out to Demetrius. Shout out to Officer Brown. Shout out to Jeff. Shout out, shout out to Light Bright. She know who she is. The woman who. Yeah, exactly. Shout out to the point where as soon as we pull up, they be like, here they go. And then, too, this is how you know we definitely show love to you in a sense of supporting your business. And little do you know, and this is why I tell April, it's so important to show up and support because we've been going for a long time. And the fact that you are on our show, we truly appreciate it. Absolutely. Look at me. I spent a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but shout out to that. Sometimes so we be looking at our bill like, 
<laughs> but we do it with no hesitation because yeah. we know we're going to be back. Mm -hmm. So just before we wrap up, so one thing about you, you're the owner, yep. the DJ, yep. the hype man, yep. the bartender. Yep. And of course, the main part of the logistics and operation of crew and just anything that you do, period. So talk about how important it is to know every aspect of your business for it to be successful. All right, so I'm still learning on the bartending part. <laughs> he just be pouring shots, y'all. Right. Like, don't, 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 don't ask for no mixed drink. You might get a chase. This I'm tastes like lemonade. Like now, DJing wise, of course. Um, logistics wise, um, a lot of that work is definitely done by myself and Shanika. Shout out mm -hmm. to Shanika and and my GM Bean. Um, we every day waking up, in and out, just dealing with bills and dealing with making sure that we got everything that we need to operate. Um, it's it's a lot of hard work. I'm not going to lie to you. It's mm -hmm. so many moving parts. I never knew or realized how difficult it could be to run a hospitality business, uh, restaurant slash nightclub slash lounge, whatever you want to name it because mm -hmm. the space is huge. But it comes with a lot. I mean, a, a spot that size requires a lot of staff, mm -hmm. requires a lot of um, – resources vendors and you know it's just a lot of moving parts and i mean you know as time goes by it, it does get easier because you get used to it and you done learn all the mistakes what to do what not to do but i mean let me tell you something for anybody who wants to go into that type of business or whether it be a restaurant lounge or a nightclub just know it ain't it ain't easy you know mm. it, you ain't gonna open the door and the money's gonna be flying and, yeah and don't think because you see a spot where the bottle's flying. The owner's just getting rich. It ain't sure. I know you said last question, but I want to talk about this because every time we see Robbie DJ, his eyes light up. What's the love of DJ for you like? Um, yeah, he be like, no. Every time it be he, he get up there, it's like, yeah, DJ Robbie. Robbie. <laughs> Yo, it, the, so the thing is, I didn't start taking DJing serious until probably like the end of 2012. Mm -hmm. Um, yo, I mean, you, you just gotta have a passion for it. I mean, if you have that passion for it, it's just it, you gonna be in that zone. Is is just different. It's like it's almost like the same type of. It's almost like the same type of like high that an artist might get from performing. Wow, you know, mm. it, it's it's it, you're basically up there performing. I mean, you're not necessarily using your voice and singing the song mm -hmm. word for word, but I mean, think about it. You you the one that's out there controlling the whole party, making sure people dance. You got to choose the right songs. You got to transition it right. You got to mm -hmm. you know. So it yeah, the timing got to be right. You know, you got to know who's in you, who's in front of you, to make sure that they receive the music well. So it's very challenging, in a sense that you know I'm not, I'm not taking nothing from an artist. I mean, you know, yeah. you're talented, you're talented. You know how to sing. You know how to sing. People come there because they know your song. Mm -hmm. But as a DJ. You gotta know what songs to, mm -hmm. to pick. You know? Don't mm -hmm. think because you we know Palange, we want to hear. Yeah, because we right, don't like yeah. not in everybody's set. I feel like yeah. Robbie gonna be like, "Oh, DJ called out." Yeah. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, it and, and see the thing with me, you know, I always challenge myself. I, I try to be that DJ that goes up there and try to play something different. Like, I want I want the people to be like, "Damn, you want to hear that?" In <laughs> wow, I forgot. Playing that? Yo, what mm -hmm. you do when the crowd don't respond? Like, <laughs> yeah, so, so I mean, and then you know, every DJ is always gonna have that moment mm -hmm. that a crowd may not respond to, to to a song that that you might play. Shoot, you better find the next song quick. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, y'all gotta come to crew on Thursdays. Like, that's if you really want to see Robbie DJ, like, come to crew on Thursdays. But. Shoot, I've been DJing even more often than that now. Oh, <laughs> okay. All right, y'all. But, but Thursdays for sure. Thursdays for sure. Um, I'm definitely there Thursdays. I'm definitely there Saturdays. Those are two guaranteed days I'm there. I feel like okay. I, I, we have a, I've been Saturdays a couple times, but I feel like Thursday, you Caribbean, you from Brooklyn. Brooklyn. I feel like, like you get This is your night. This is your night to shine, so. All right, well, that concludes this episode. Well, not this episode, this segment. Check-in segment with Robbie. So y'all give it up for him. Oh my God. <laughs> no, it was just low. It was just low. Relax. I got it. I got it. 
Go ahead. So, All right, y'all. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, April. All right. Well, our last segment is called Baggage Claim. So today we're going to do the baggage that comes with Atlanta restaurants, the commonalities in an Atlanta lounge. So you can tell us if this is true or false. All right. I'll start. Lamb chops. Is that true that every Atlanta lounge is going to have <laughs> lamb chops? True. <laughs> <laughs> What's one food item, even though you have lamb chops, you have lamb chops on your menu, right? Of course. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what is one food item where you like, <laughs> again, even though you have it at yours, but you you just see it. Is it what's a food item for you where you like? The, the again food item? Yeah. Yeah. And, and and it's hypocritical of me to say it because, I mean, I do say it in my head, like, again, but I, I always eat it at least once a week. Lemon pepper wings. Lemon, oh, come on. You, you cannot, cannot have a restaurant much wrong without, without lemon pepper, pepper yeah. wings. I mean, it's like, yo, it's like. Dang, some y'all want some lemon pepper wings. Sorry. Yo, you'll be tired of it, but you still want it at the same time. And then when you eat it, it's like, damn, this thing hit. Yeah. <laughs> Especially fresh. I oh. thought you was going to say lamb chops, but you said lemon pepper yeah. wings. You cannot own a restaurant not have lemon pepper wings. All right, the next one. Strip and grits. Yeah, we got on the brush, baby. <laughs> You got it in the bunch, mate. And yo, we even got more country. Yo, we got we got, you even got catfish and grits. Oh, okay. And, that sound good. And, and, Some and, cheese and, eggs. Oh, I'm hungry. And, and, and I'm gonna get real fat on y'all. Listen, we just added catfish and uh, oh. fries on the dinner menu. Oh, I got tartar sauce. Of course. Oh, I'm going to crew tonight. <laughs> no, we should. Are you, no, you are you going to crew tonight? We'll talk offline. Okay, we'll talk offline. <laughs> we'll talk offline. <laughs> All right. All right. So, okay. What's next okay. One. Hookah. Oh, I mean, yeah, let me say, let me tell y'all something. I'm going to talk my shit on this, right? Pop your shit. Atlanta, listen to me very carefully. <laughs> we listening. Nobody got hookah like crew hookah. Nobody <laughs> hookah is like crew hookah. Listen to me carefully. We got the most flavors. We got the most bases. Man, y'all lucky we even took the CBD off the menu, but that's coming back soon. I'm like, wait, because, okay, I remember when we went there one time, They did, we did get the CBD, yeah. and I was in there like, oh, we feeling nice. So y'all took it off the menu? Yeah, yeah, temporarily. Um, they got to get some stuff together, y'all. It'll be back soon. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't got to explain legal it. Legal stuff, legal stuff. All right. All right, next one. Service with attitude. Is it true that all Atlanta <laughs> clubs and lounges going to have service with attitude? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but but one thing, one thing I I give my staff in comparison to other spots. I mean, ain't nobody perfect, but um, but you know, I I definitely shout out to my shout out to my staff. They they definitely the most polite from what I've seen because I pull up to some spots. You like, girl? I didn't even choose this life for you. Like, yeah. why are you mad at me? Yeah, like yo, I just spent how much. <laughs> Like you just made me have a whole table minimum, and you, you have like the face. You know what I'm saying? Like yep, you got right. you like chill. Like I, you right. getting twenty percent. I yep. feel like the servers are low key like TSA. You know, yeah. <laughs> like they, they know they're gonna get their money. money. They regardless. know you here. They know that like you could get out. Security gonna kick. kick Security yes. don't even care to hear your side. I could <laughs> be like, yo, this bitch just slapped me. And they okay, like, well she, she said you gotta, gotta go. go. What? It's not even my but, fault. But see, but now with Crew Alpharetta, we the pre-check of TSA. We, we the most, most like with Claire, you know? Cl- oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yes. Claire, that, all right. Clear. All right. Now, y'all service is polite. Y'all service is polite. Yeah, I haven't had a crazy experience. No. Okay. Grass walls. <laughs> well... Well, that I mean. Well, crew is known for crew. Grass. Crew is known for that. Yeah, they are. Everybody else is just doing grass. <laughs> crew, crew. I mean, crew is is. I mean, the original name is a hemp lounge, so it's like mm-hmm. so green is the color. It's yeah, just that you know, I just be having mad different colors on on the, on the lighting part, but the original color is green. So it's been a thing for crew for a long time, but now everybody is doing. The grass wall and the neon lights and, you know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And last but not least, what we we just talked about during the check-in, mm-hmm. overpriced menu. <laughs> mm. Is it true that every Atlanta lounge is going to have an overpriced menu? Yeah, a lot of them are. <laughs> <laughs> We love I, it. I think I got the cheapest lamb chops. Oh. 
Okay, well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. No, I don't think we ever had the lamb chops. Mm-hmm. I, we had we the wings. Them wings, yo. You know what? We had tacos, sweet but we chili. Not, no, yeah, them sweet chili, chili wings, wings Yeah, but I'm not gonna hold you. We had I had tacos at the crew on Peter Street. So, like I said, we you never know. You never know. Look, he trying to pull up the menu right now. <laughs> That's a fact, bro. I'm about to tell you, I'm about, we're gonna do this right now. Bro. Oh, he said he won't. Most spots he go to Atlanta, lamb chops is what like forty dollars. About Maybe 30 like 32, 34, 34, 34 to 45. Let me pull that thing up quick. Oh, dang. Girl. Lamb chops. Where, where we at? Where we at? Oh, $24. Oh, girl, I could give you a little lamb. One side. Would it come with mashed potatoes? Um, It come with, let me see. You get three lollipop lamb chops. Three. Drizzled in a secret glaze sauce. Okay. Oh, drizzled. Oh. You can add broccoli, <laughs> but come in, it come in mashed potatoes. But his, right. his lamb chop meal would be what lamb chops would probably. So if you add, even add the broccoli, it's still cheaper than going to another yeah, it's three, restaurant. It's three dollars, right, oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, no, okay, this is twenty-four dollars. All right, all right, all right. Well, Robbie, that is it. We got, we're done. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> y'all, excuse me, I've been drinking. <laughs> All right, Robbie. So tell the people where they can follow you, crew, get energy, all of that. Um, you can follow me at Robbie R O B B Y underscore Good Energy, mm-hmm. and our crew page is Crew C R U Alpharetta. Yeah, Crew Alpharetta. You already know it is your favorite Brooklyn baddie, Chanel Simone. You can follow me at, at I am Chanel Simone on all social media platforms except Facebook. And y'all know what it is. It's your girl, April B. You can follow me at it's April B underscore underscore your favorite media maven. And don't forget to follow our Flu Hair Grew Hair page, FHGH podcast. And make sure y'all tune into all streaming platforms. New episodes drop every Wednesday at 8 p.m. So make sure y'all tap in with us. And we'll see y'all next time. Peace.